Welcome to the Motorcycle Vagabond Show. Today's episode is a bunker biker story, and we have James Murphy with us. Hey, folks. Good evening to all. And How welcome. are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well. Uh, right now, I'm situated in uh, southeast Louisiana, helping out with uh, the recovery from Hurricane Laura and Delta and possibly Zeta. So uh, my, my uh, O3 Road King, otherwise known as White Arrow, is parked for right now. But uh, sooner or later, I'll get back on her again, and we'll start uh, going wheels forward. About how long do you think it'll be before you're using Bunker Biker again? Oh, who knows? Uh, let me see. I could be here in Louisiana for another month, and then um, I'll, I'll start planning my trip back probably out towards southwest Texas and that area there. So uh, we'll see what Mother Nature has to say. Mother Nature tells us all what to do. Yes, she does. She's very powerful. So when did you discover Bunker Biker? So a, a year ago, December, uh, my wife and I sold our house and our property in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And she started traveling by um, truck with a slide-on camper on the back and a horse trailer and our 12-year-old daughter. And I hopped on my 03 Road King, um, FLHPI, by the way, old police edition and started traveling. So it's been about a year and maybe 13 months now that I've been using Bunker Biker. How did you find it? Actually, I found it uh, just by looking for uh, doing some couch surfing. And somebody said, hey, if you're on a bike, did you ever find, did you know about this group called Bunker Biker? And so I was parked on the side of the road and I think I was in New Jersey. And I did a a search on Facebook for Bunker Biker, and lo and behold, there it is. And so um, I had places to stay from Massachusetts down to Washington, D.C., already prearranged. So when I got to D.C., I did my first search for Bunker Biker, and uh, I found a, a gentleman and his wife who were right outside in Virginia, outside of D.C., and that was my first bike bunker experience and I was their first bunker biker guest and it was awesome who was it uh do you know Felix Sonny I don't think so Felix, Felix Weaver otherwise Mate. known as Sonny hmm. and, and I gotta tell you something I rolled in there um I called him about 30 minutes out which which was okay I said hey my name's uh Trigger that's my road name and I'm here in Virginia, and I'm kind of stuck for a place to stay. Bad weather's coming in, and he's like, well, here's directions, and come on over. So I rolled in there, and he was absolutely awesome. And I will say that 30 minutes notice is probably not a good thing. I like to make it a day or a day and a half, or even longer than that, if I can notify somebody and ask him if it's okay to come and, and stay with him. Uh, but he was cool, and he was like, hey, man, when you get here, I'm just, I'll put the garage door up, and you pull your bike in. And uh, so I did. And by the way, I, I travel with my O3 Road King, and I have a little trailer that I pull behind it with all my gear. What so, brand is that trailer? Uh, it's a it's old Starlight. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it It's not fancy. It's not flashy, but it does work for me, so it's pretty good. It carries my tent, my sleeping bag, my cooking gear. Um, what else do I have in there? Some tools, some clothing. Um and that's kind of it. So I, I pulled that in and 
thought it was staying overnight and that was cool and woke up in the morning and uh nasty weather was rolling through and um felix and his wife said well guess what this nasty weather's coming through and we are not letting you leave so it actually turned out that i was there for three days and they were absolutely awesome i even went to a, a christmas party with, with them and a bunch of his friends um he he's a, a big indian guy so he drives some indians and he's got a club full of indians uh riders so that was pretty cool and uh it was an awesome experience fantastic that's awesome. So that means you've been using Bunker Biker for about eight months. Yep, thereabouts. Yep. And how many people have you stayed with? Let's see. Counting return trips and staying with folks, uh, 12 different stays. So, nice. So I, I'd gone from Massachusetts down the coast. Got into Virginia, started heading west, went up through the tail of the dragon, back of the dragon, stayed with some folks in Chattanooga, went down, stayed with some folks uh, in Mississippi, then stayed with some folks in Texas. Uh, let me see, I stayed with some four or five different families through Texas, because Texas was so big. And then this last August, um, I was still down in Southwest Texas and I had to teach a wilderness medicine class up in Tennessee. So I made the trip up and stayed with folks in Missouri, Oklahoma, um, and then back again with folks in Tennessee. And then on my way back out of Tennessee and back into Texas, I stayed with um, another bunker biker um, host outside of, um, Dallas, Fort Worth, that area there, and then made it back down to Southwest Texas. So tell me some stories with these people, you know, your favorite ones or your repeats. Oh, let me see my favorites. So my repeats um, were some folks uh, outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and um, they're both riders. They're both awesome. Um, the first time that I met them, um, I called them from um, the tail of the dragon, where it was about 23 degrees out it was snowing like crazy and i said hey i'm going to try to make it through the tail over the charahala skyway and then to you folks and they were like awesome we'll see you in a few hours and um i did by the time i got to them i had gone through the snow and when i pulled into their place outside of chattanooga they had some warm soup for me and a warm place to sleep and they said absolutely you're not pitching your tent you're coming inside our house and getting warm and that was cool. And I stayed with them this past August when I was uh, on a return trip. Would that um, be Rick and Lori? Yeah, yeah. You can use names if you want to. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, they're absolutely awesome. Fantastic folks. And um, this last trip uh, in August when I stayed with them, um, we actually went for a pretty good ride around Chattanooga and up on um, Overlook Mountain and that whole area there before I had to start heading back to Texas. Um, so, yeah, Rick and Laurie, just absolutely awesome. Very cool but folks. I believe you're the third or fourth person I'm doing Bunker Biker Stories with, and I speak often about having a good detailed pen. And I want to read theirs just because it's kind of nice. They, they, uh, they say some cool stuff on it. Theirs says, 
Lori and I will return some of the kindness that we've experienced on the road. We have a bed, couch, or tent space, tools, and even a trailer if need be. We are located just outside of city limits on a ridge overlooking northeast Chattanooga, Tennessee. There is a cold beverage and something to eat up atop the ridge at Valhalla. We appreciate a heads up time of a day or two and would appreciate some documentation of who you are before we accept you into our home. And they provide an email and a phone number, which that's a great pen. It's well written. They mention everything that they have and they set up expectations before you arrive that they'd like to know who you are. Yep. And and I'll tell you this, from my experiences, um, I'm very open when I talk to folks and, you know, talk to them initially. And I'm kind of old school that um, I understand I'm coming into their world. And that's a very big respect thing. And in this day and time for people to open up their houses um, to total perfect strangers, you got to show them an awful lot of respect. Um, I've never left a place um, dirtier than I've got there. I, I'm very anal about cleaning up after myself. I'm very um, cognitive of talking to them about uh, prior to getting there. Um, if I can bring them a gift, a bottle of wine, a six pack of beer, anything like that, just kind of a, um, a gift for the host family. Um, and, and then I've, I've had some occasions where uh, folks didn't want that. So if we went out to dinner that night, when I initially rolled in there, I would offer to buy the dinner. Um, and, and that's not, you don't have to do that, but it's just kind of a respect thing. Um, I've stayed with some folks outside of College Station, te Texas, where I stayed in a little cabin that they had built um, just out of surplus materials and things like that. And it was absolutely awesome. And it's been a long day. I can't remember their name, but when I remember it, I'll send it to you who they actually were. But they're Larry right. and Marcia McGinty? Yeah, that's it. McGinty's. Yeah. I, I know the map a little pretty oh, well. I'm on top of it right now, but you said outside of College Town. Yeah, they have a nice little pen too. They said the, the cabin and yeah, they look really nice. Yeah, they're they're phenomenal, phenomenal folks. Down to earth, absolutely awesome. Um, uh, Larry collects license plates. So since I was moving from Massachusetts to Texas, um, as a gift, I gave them my old uh, license plate from my trailer. Oh, that's to give, cool. To give to them to go on his wall. So it's pretty cool. Um, the, I bet that wall is pretty interesting. Yeah, they have a lot of folks there, too. Uh, the, the big thing is just respect. Um, also, um, notification. If you're going to be late or you got some road delays and everybody knows that there's always going to be delays on the road, just be, be respectful enough to let them know. Um, Do you I'm know Kurt Flora? Know of? He's uh, one of the, he's actually the first host in Albuquerque there outside. And they've hosted almost as many people as Sean Foley. Okay. He's one of the guys that he's contacted me a few times because people didn't tell him that they were canceling and he was worried for their safety. So I'm yeah, that, on top just, of that one too, you know, tell people if you're not going to make it, if you're going to be late. Yeah, that's just not cool. You know, um, these people are opening up their houses for you and they're opening up their hearts. And in this community, we look out for each other big time. Um, I was driving yesterday and I saw a biker broken down on the side of the road and I'm in my rental car because of work and I pulled over and he's like, can I help you? I'm like, no, man, I, you know, I live on my bike too. So I understand what it's like. 
to have to stop and, and get some help. And he was like, cool, man, thanks. And he was all right. He had help coming. But, you know, it's a respect thing. You got to respect each other. I got involved in this um, because back when we were in Massachusetts, we were um, a warm showers host, which is like Bunker Biker, but for bicyclists. And we've hosted probably well over five or 600 people wow. living, on the, living on the Cape over the years. And, and so I said, well, now it's time to maybe get involved in on the other side and, and be a guest. Um, but I've met some phenomenal people. Um, the, the other thing, too, and people always ask me, um, you know, do you feel secure? Um, I haven't gone anywhere yet where, you know, you get that inkling like maybe somebody's not genuine or there's something going on here. Um, I've, I've never had that. But I, I have the option if I need to. If I don't feel safe and comfortable, I can just say, hey, listen, I, I got to go that I head out or guess what? I don't need to come inside your house. I'll just pitch my tent out in the corner of a lot somewhere or, uh, or something like that. But I haven't had that experience yet. And, and I don't think um, there's a lot of people out there that, that, um, uh, that worrisome, I guess is the word. The very few complaints that I've, that have come across my radar tend to be pretty quick into bad behavior. People out themselves pretty fast and yep. the, the word spreads. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't drink, um, and I'm a vegan. So I'll tell people that, uh, Hey, guess what? Uh, I'm a vegan. I don't use alcohol. Uh, I don't smoke. Um, just, and, and they're pretty cool about it. You know, um, it's good that they respect your personal choices and health and yeah. And, and and I respect theirs. There was uh, one gentleman that said that he really wasn't very well at cooking steaks. And I said, well, I'll cook the steaks for you. And he's like, but you're a vegan. I'm like, well, I know how to cook steak, you know, but, you know, I won't eat it. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. Um, you know, probably the one of the best hosts that I've stayed with so far is a guy named uh, Wink Don Winkle. Don Winkle. Mm. Is his name Wink? Uh, he's, um, out, outside of Burnett, Texas and what an awesome, awesome man. Phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Um, uh, we've done some work. Let me see. I think I did a, an oil change and a transmission fluid change in this place. Uh, a little plug for him. He's an independent AMS oil dealer. <laughs> so if you need that kind of product, but what an awesome guy. I've stayed with him a couple times, popping around Texas. And uh, he likes to ride. Uh, good, solid dude. Really squared away. Um, and then Sam Barnes out of Mississippi. Mm. Um, Sam was phenomenal. I rolled into there and um, parked my bike, and the exhaust pipes were still hot. And he's like, come on, we're going to get something to eat. Don't worry about the bike. We'll take care of it later. And uh, he brought me out, and I met all his friends, and we had a great time. And He's like, the following morning, you know, you want to change the oil on your bike? We'll go get whatever we need to do. He had a lift in his garage and just a good, good, solid guy. Is Sam the one that's near Jackson? Yes. No, yep. oh, I mean, I need to speak to him. He doesn't have a description on his pen, so need to get that updated. Yeah, just he, he's a good cat, good, good, solid guy. Uh, one of the nights that I stayed there, he, I actually went out with him and some of his friends. 
and he taught me how to go to, we went to a, a throwing axe club where they throw axes. That's and, cool. I've always wanted to go to one of those. Yeah, it's cool. And, you know, my uh, past experience as a firefighter, I was comfortable with that and started throwing axes and they were like, all right, you need to sit down because you got this down to a science. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. So uh, I'm trying to think what, what else, you know, the, the big, big thing is being respectful. You know, if you um, if you plan out your your route and look at the map, and I understand that some people have difficulties using the map. If you have some difficulties, ask. Just say, guess what? I'm not sure how to use this map. Can somebody tell me how? Um, and then the other thing too, and this is a plug for you, but if you're gonna look for some place, go to the map first. Just don't put out there, hey, I'm going to Two Toes, Texas. Is there anybody out there? Go to the map first. Look at oh, the map. If you're in the Facebook group, you understand. Because we were getting that post one to like 25 times a day. And it's the map is posted everywhere. It's on the cover photo. It is the only pinned post. It's on the <laughs> announcements. It's on the, de the description of the group. Yep. I tell you on the, an the questions that you have to answer to get into the group where the map is. Yeah. It's so there. it's there. So, and, so sit down, plan your trip, look at the map first. Well, I don't really like the attitude of, hey, I'm going here and I'm too lazy to look for my own hospitality. Can you just come to me for it? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, these hosts are putting themselves on the line for you. You can yeah. at least go out of your way to find their information and contact them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gone 35, 40 miles off my off my route just to go meet a bunker biker host family to say thank you to them. And, you know, so, you know, if you got a real strict timeline, you got to be flexible. You, know? you probably should get a hotel. If you want yeah. somewhere exactly in a spot or you want to act like it's a hotel and just hole up yeah. in their spare room, not acceptable. Yeah. No, I, I'm, if, if I need to go to a hotel, I'll go to a hotel. But if, if, if I'm doing a trip and I'm traveling and I love living behind the bars and I'm not in a rush, because that's the other thing. Early in the morning when you wake up, I would talk to your host and find out what their lifestyle is. If they're, if they're a sleep-in family, then you need to sleep in. If they wake up early in the morning and they want to go for a ride, then figure out, hey, I'm going to wake up early in the morning and I'd like to go for a ride with you. I've had some fantastic rides with host families to learn the back roads. Um, have been very good, but it, it's a respect thing. And if you can't accept that responsibility of being that respectful, then go find a hotel. Right. I always ask, what kind of time do you wake up in the morning? How late do you stay up? You know, when yeah. should I be out? So what's the average length that you stay with hosts? Do you stay multi-days, just one night? So I've stayed with some families one night. Um, What's the longest that I stayed? Probably with Felix and his wife, I stayed three days, and that was just primarily because of weather, bad, nasty weather. Um, but usually one night, um, I stayed with Sam there in Mississippi two nights just because he had some good folks there, and it was fun to stay with. Uh, Rick and Lori, I think I stayed with them. Each trip was one night apiece just because I, I was, you know, I was on not a, not a heavy timeline but I didn't want to take it away from them also. And that's the other thing too, is you, you'll get some families that um, will say, guess what? A Friday, Saturday, Sunday night is cool. 
but middle of the week is kind of tough. So be aware of that too, because people work during the week, unless, you know, you roll in at a, at a uh, fairly comfortable hour the night before, not late with the expectation of guess what, when we get up in the morning, it's time for you to leave too. So that, that works out well. Um, and, and, um, Whenever I ride, wherever I go, I always tell people about Bunker Biker. It's huge just to let them know about the group. And I try to spread the word also about the North American Biker Rescue Group because they've been absolutely awesome. Um, and I know that um, that we're all in this together. We ride for each other's reasons, no matter what they are. But um, we got to help each other out along the way. I like the idea behind an ABR, but... I don't like the people who run that group. Yeah, I well, I've used them once um, and didn't have a bad experience, so I don't have a lot of experience with them. But I'll have to get into this story later, but I've been banned from that group for a few years because one of the admins doesn't like me. Oh, well, that's that's their loss, isn't it? If you run a group based off of personal feelings and your group will never be as efficient and useful as it could be. Yeah. If yeah. I kicked everyone out of Bunker Biker I didn't like, we'd probably lose a lot of people. But yeah. I set rules, and I, I follow my own rules, and I expect everyone to follow the rules. And that's the only reason why you'll ever get kicked out of the group is by not following those specific rules, not because of the way I feel today. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. You know, it's a, it, it's a privilege to, to be part of Bunker Biker, um, and it, the privilege goes with respect. You know, if, you, if you're going to do this and you're going to use the service and you're going to look for people that are going to help you out along the way, you got to respect them. And if you can't do that, then guess what? Go get a Hilton Honors card. So has it been hard for you to use Bunker Biker? How is the map and the website for you? Does the website have good information? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, when I first started out with this, I really wasn't sure about it. But um, I sat down and read and the the... Updates that you made to the website have been absolutely awesome. Thanks. The ability, the ability to use the map and the usefulness of that has been awesome too. So just in the last year or so, I mean, you know the, all the work that you've done on the site. It's gotten a lot better, a lot more user-friendly. Um, and, and I think the word's traveling. Uh, oh, it is. I think next year will be a big year for Bunker Biker. Yep. In the yep. States. Of course, I'm also, I've got my eyes on the entire world, but... The States has got quite the fire caught. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a thing, I think. Yeah, and, I, and I've met um, some people in areas um, where there's not a lot of pins, and I'll tell them about it. And um, then you start seeing pins showing up, especially in Texas. Texas um, was pretty sparse there for a while, especially West Texas. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm staying right now when I'm not working. I'm staying in Southwest Texas down in a place called Terlingua, which is out by the Big Bend National Park and Big Bend State Park. And we get a lot of motorcycle folks that come through there, and I try to tell them all about Bunker Bikers. So when they go back home, they can try to become hosts or, or start the pinning. So we'll get the word spread. The only pin we have in southwest Texas is Jay right now, and he can't host, so. Right. But I'll tell you this, if you get in touch with Jay, or you get in touch with me, um, there's a lot of good local knowledge there as far as if you're riding a dual sport and you want to do some off-road riding, 
Jay's good with that. And if you want to do some road riding because you, you've got a dresser or a street bike, I can help you out with that. I actually had my tire blow in Big Bend National Park back in 17, 18. Yeah. I don't know. It was one of those years, 17 or 18. And Bonnie and Paul Glavis live down there, and they're oh, yeah. very famous BMW riders. Right. Yeah. And I had a very nice guy named Mike come pick me up. He yeah. lives there in Terlingua, and he came to pick me up and then took me down to Paul and Bonnie's place, and they gave me an old tire that was the right size for my bike because there was no <laughs> shops. There's no shops around there. No. And the ones that were there were all closed because it was, like, Sunday or Monday. Yeah. And so Mike actually mounts the tire for me at the house. We just knock my bike over, gently lay my bike down, yes. take the tire off. He changes it. He takes me out to dinner, and then I get on my way. And that was, you know, that was before I took over Bunker Biker. And I always thought, you know, why is this not available to all, all riders? Like, why is this not bigger? Why is there not a network for this? And it's part of the reason why I started getting into running this. Yeah, and Bonnie's awesome. Yeah, yeah she's so nice. Yeah, so uh, interlingua, I work on a little fire department, EMS department there, so I, I meet everybody in my travels. And they're like, oh, you're the guy with that 03, with that with that white uh, Harley Davidson. I'm like, yeah, that's White Arrow. And it, if I'm around, it's parked at the fire station. If I'm not around, it's not parked there, so it's good. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that the biker world is a very small world. Yeah. They overlap. You know, ADV rider overlaps with HU, overlaps with Bunker Biker, overlaps with NABR, and all the groups, you know, every Facebook group overlaps. It's the same people. There's, And your reputation gets around. Yeah. Yeah, and I got um, my trip in August when I was going up to teach up in Tennessee. I stopped and saw Brad at Skunk Works in Missouri. Oh, he's such a nice guy, too. He's helped oh, me he's out awesome. with a couple mechanical questions. Yeah, and I, I swung in there on a rainy, cruddy day, and I had already called him and ordered some new tires, and I was in and out in 25 minutes. Wow. Yeah, and he was awesome. And and actually, I stayed at his house. He's like, where are you going from now? I'm like, well, I'm going to head over to, towards Tennessee, and it was like 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, and he's like, listen, I already called and talked to my wife. And you're going to follow me home and stay at our place tonight. And and so I did. And he's just awesome. What a good guy. So, yeah, I need to get up there and meet him, too. He, We've talked on the phone a few times. He's been very nice and very helpful when I've had all yeah. of my 6,000 problems this year on my bike. Yeah, and he's very squared away when it comes to bikes. Um, and he he's offered to me several times, you know, if you need a part that you can't find, call me and I'll search it out for you and we'll figure out a way to get it to you. Um, so it's it's been awesome. Yep. It's amazing that this network inspires so many people to come together and believe in each other again and believe in the motorcycle family. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And um, why I've been here in Louisiana, I've been here since August working this this hurricane deal. Uh, I've spread the world about Bronco Biker and um, everything that it's gone. So hopefully we'll get some pins here in Louisiana, too. Yeah, I need to get you some business cards to pass out. Well, I, I'll give you my address of the hotel I'm staying at. You want to get them to me? <laughs> yeah, or I'll um. Or you can, I can print them off, do whatever you want to do, and I'll figure it out. Or we'll meet up sometime, and I'll give you some and some stickers. Yeah, that's cool. Good, good, good. Yeah, Brad is in Falcon, Missouri, so he's actually on the map with a purple pen. 
and yep. he's got 80 acres and he says he has quite a lot of stuff there and you can go and ride his four wheelers and stuff. Yep. He was cool. He's like, come on, man, we're going on the four wheels. And he's got a big bot of land there. In fact, I, I think he's developing it to do some training for dual sport bikes and off-road bikers. I hope so. That'd be really cool. Yep. I think he had, he had a small event this year, but because of COVID, he couldn't invite a lot of people, but I think that's what his end his uh, end game is or his end result is to, to have it as a destination spot. That would be awesome. I mean, we need, uh, we don't need more of those, but more of those kinds of people are great to have around. Yep. Yeah, if you get a chance to go to Chuck's Classic Cycles in Southeast Oklahoma, that's a really cool stop too. Yep. Yeah, I stayed with a family um, on my August trip um, in Oklahoma and right outside of um, maybe Oklahoma City, Tulsa, if you got a map there. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually from Oklahoma City, but... Yeah. So she um, she rides, and I think she just got a trike. She went from two to three. Hmm. Um, my brain's fried today, Z. I wish I could remember her name. Outside of Tulsa or Oklahoma City? Um, Oklahoma City. North, south, east, west? Um, east. I'll remember it. But it's funny, she just sent me a, she sent me a Christmas uh, hello. Just wanted to see how I was doing. Uh, Kate? Nope. Yeah, all I'm seeing is Corey and Stefan. Stephen? Deborah? Yeah, I'll look. I have Amanda. Her, I have her information on my other phone. It wasn't Missy, was it? No. Okay. It's all right. I'll figure it out at some point. She's really awesome. Yeah. Yep. And um, I haven't made it out west west yet, but um, I've run into a couple people that are in the Denver area, and then some folks up in Montana that that were down visiting the Big Bend area, and they they were very um, keen about learning about Bunker Biker. So hopefully they've, they've uh, started that process of, of pinning as a host. I sure hope so. I always like to get people on the map, even if they're just a blue pin to start out with until yep. they get comfortable. Then they may turn into a you know green, purple, or red pin. Yep. And then outside, so, outside the Dallas-Fort Worth area, John... Boyston. Mm-hmm. What a great man. Great guy. Awesome. In fact, I think on my trip home when I finally leave here that I'll swing by and stay with him for a night. He was a gonna... lot of questions that come up with Bunker Biker are about safety. Have you ever felt unsafe or done anything to make sure you felt safe? Nope. Nope. Um, you know, it's that initial five or ten minutes that you're there at with somebody, I'll usually talk with them for a little while before I either enter their garage or enter their house, and you kind of get a feeling, you know. You, um, situational awareness is huge. You know, it's just like whenever you drive, you know, you got to check your mirrors all the time. Well, it's the same thing. When you pull into a location and it just doesn't feel right, then hop on your bike and leave. You know, um, I haven't met anybody yet, and this isn't to be a jerk by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm kind of a big guy. I got a bald head. And, you know, guess what? Um, 
I did 33 years of police and fire work and 26 as a motor officer. So I, I have some situational awareness, but I'm not saying that I'm Superman or super rider, but if you pull in somewhere and you just kind of have that little inkling that this isn't good, then guess what? Start your bike up, pull in the clutch, go to first gear and pull out of there. And same thing, same thing. You can get some people that, you know, they, they look at you kind of weird or kind of funny. And if they're not comfortable and they'll tell you, hey, we're not comfortable. Do you mind staying outside? Not a problem. And a lot of it comes down with that first conversation that you have with people, whether it's by email or a telephone call. You kind of, you know, you can get a lot of your questions answered by just being open. Mm-hmm. It's huge. So will you continue using Bunker Biker? Oh, you bet. You bet. My um, my bike's in storage right now just because of the, the mission that I'm on, but I, I'm, I'm Jones and big time to get some air therapy. So as soon as I get released from here, my plan is to go up to Shreveport, get some work done on uh, White Arrow up there at uh, Scott's All-American Cycle right outside of Shreveport, who's a big Bunker Biker fan, and then uh, make my way back across Texas and probably stay with John again outside of the Dallas area. Is there anything that I could help provide on the website that isn't already? Uh, no, nope. Um, nope. No, I can't think of a thing. There's nothing that I've come up with so far that I've experienced that I'm like, well, maybe this would be a good thing on there. But probably just that stressing that the, the uh, notification time, you know, guess what? If if you know you're going to be doing a trip, start reaching out then, you know. Um, right. I've actually got one scheduled for three weeks from now. Yeah. So start looking at your route now and start picking that out. But I'll, I'll tell you, a lot of my traveling it, it has been done by just looking at the route where I want to go from the start point to the end point. And then seeing along the way um, who's out there for, for Bunker Biker hosts. I'm actually going to be adding a Google Map service that you can download. It doesn't download for offline use, but it will show all the Bunker Biker hosts on your Google app. Oh, cool. Yes. Right. So I'm kind of excited to, to get that going. I, all the people who are Patreon subscribers currently have it. Yep. But once I get some feedback on how it works, it, it'll be uh, offered for people who do do Patreon because Patreon helps me be able to afford to do this. Yep. Yep. And I don't mind subscribing. I appreciate that. <laughs> All I'm really asking is two bucks a month. Yeah, I think it's two or three dollars a month. I was just saying because I think I just got mine for January or sometime. Yeah. Yes. Guess what? It's It's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, you can kick that up to five dollars a month. I don't think people would mind. <laughs> Probably not, but I want to make sure the service works and yeah. try to get some other things streamlined. Like if you sign up, getting a free sticker or something. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, that's cool. One of these days, and I take baby steps. You know, if I take large steps, it can make it fail. So build slowly, yeah. and have a solid foundation before moving to the next thing. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, trying to think of anything else. That that I missed. I was thinking about this all day today working like, oh, what do I want to talk to Z about? <laughs> Is there any advice you'd give to someone who may be a little intimidated to give it a try? 
just do it. Just do it, you know, and, and if it's not for you, then it's not for you. But um, just go out and, and do it and get it done. And if it means, you know, maybe doing a two or three day trip just to try it out and check it out and then say, guess what? You do a little more and a little more. Um, I did it cold. When I left Massachusetts in December, I really didn't have any really big idea or any big fathom of where I was going. I just knew that I had to get to Texas at some point in time. And and I wasn't on any big time frame, and it's been absolutely awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, if there's anything else you'd like to say, please go ahead. And if not, we could wrap this up and maybe catch up in a year or so and see who else you stayed with. Yeah, and I would probably say, you know, when you get to keep in contact um, with the people that you've stayed with. And, and because a lot of times they'd like to know where did you go, where did you stay, because they ride also. And, you know, like with Rick and Lori, um, I told them about going through Oklahoma and keyed them in on Brad and Skunk Works and, and that place there. So just starting those associations and those relationships between other hosts and other hosts and, and the like. So, um, you know, I, I try to reach out to everybody, like uh, for Christmas, um, I got in touch with some of the hosts that I've stayed with. Tomorrow, I'm going to reach out to all the hosts that I've stayed with just to wish them a happy new year. And, and, awesome. And it comes around. It, it works out very well because you never know when you're you're going to roll into their, their world again. So Maintain your relationships. Yeah, they work out well because, you know, guess what? We're a small little community. We are. And that reminds me, I've got a flyer I need to make for Eric in Alabama. He's doing an event at his place in August next year. Oh, cool. Yep, I got to get to one of those meets at some point in time. They're a lot of fun, let me tell you. I'm going to re- rename them for this upcoming year, but it'll be a Bunker Biker MMV MCC event. Yeah, I was going to, I was planning to get to Arizona, I think. That's where the big one was last year, right? Yes. And, uh, oh, it's so much fun, too. Oh, my. It was a lot of fun. Yep, something came up. I forget why, but somewhere along the way. Sorry. I think I may. If I'm going to go northeast next year to the 2021, I think I will probably I may do it in Pennsylvania instead of Arizona, even though I want to do it in Arizona. It's just going to be about timing and I don't exactly have the bike to cross the country quickly. Right. It kind of hurts for me to yeah. ride all day. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the other thing. I'm glad you said that um, if if you're planning a, a three or four hundred mile day um, and, and something comes up where you want to push on a little more and you I would discuss your travel plans with your host families before you get to them and just say hey guess what I'm hoping to do 400 miles today I'll see how I feel um, but I'll let you know if there's going to be a delay and I've had good experiences with that so um, I actually had one uh, 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 Wink Don Winkle actually came out and met me on the road and said, hey, man, I'll meet you on the road and you and I will just drive into my place. So um, it worked out well. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really love seeing the great connections people are making through Bunker Biker. Yeah, it's cool. I made some, some fantastic relationships. Great people. I'm not going to lie. I really want Bunker Biker to have its own momentum so that way I can just be in the background doing the infrastructure. Yeah. But... As it stands, I still have to be kind of the face of it at the moment. Yeah, it's getting there, though. It's getting there. 
It is. It is. And it's a lot of work. And hopefully, hopefully this podcast will help inspire people to volunteer to help me a little bit. Yep. Yep. Get there. It'll do all right. Well, it was really good chatting with you, James. Yeah. You stay well. Definitely. And, uh, and I'll, I'll keep in touch and I'll let you know when I'm leaving Louisiana. Yeah. Can't wait to see you on the road. And if you're on the road while I'm on the road, I'm sure we can cross paths. That'll be awesome. I'll buy you a coffee in the morning and a beer at night. Why not just buy me a beer all the time? Okay, I'll do that too. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good chatting with you. All righty. You stay well and happy new year. Yeah, same to you. All righty. And thank you for what you do.